Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Michaela, your host. I am a public relations grad, an HR generalist, and a floral design studio owner. Mostly it's a work from home studio, but I have a wide range of interests and topics that I like to discuss, so that gives us a good variety of guests. And yeah, we just kind of dive into everything from business to societal issues, but I'm really excited for you to hear from our guest today. Her name is Jessica. She's the owner of the newest little company in the area called Moderna and Co. It's an online e-commerce shop that carries home decor and kind of kitchen type of supplies and decor. So she's really awesome. We are friends, we are family, and everything in between. You guys will probably pick that up when listening to this episode. But really excited for you guys to hear what she has to share. We talk a lot about Um, starting your own business, platforms that we like to use. We share some small businesses that we hope that you'll have a chance to support this holiday season, as well as combating self-doubt and building your understanding and confidence in your hobbies, skills, talents, whatever it might be that you are trying to pursue. So it's a great episode and we're really excited to welcome Jessica on. I'm Jessica Sargent and I'm currently based in Utah. I'm originally from Mexico, but I grew up in Washington State on the eastern side, and I'm a mother of two, and I just started an online e-commerce shop called Moderna and Co. So Jessica and I are sister-in-laws. We married into the same family, the Sargent family, so we married brothers, and it's been pretty funny. We are able to relate to each other on a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's... It's funny because they are so different, but at the same time, there's some similarities so we can relate. (laughs) Yeah. Initially, Jessica and I, so we were kind of forced to become best friends, but it's good. It's ended (laughs) up good for us. But when I first married, so when we got married, you guys have been married for like eight years or something, seven years. Yeah. It'd been like a while and we were obviously newlyweds, but Jairus and I didn't really have any friends. And so... We and Jairus and Jake, Jessica's husband, are both major introverts. And so there's no motivation for either of them to really go make friends because they lived by each other. And so Jairus would just want to go hang out at Jake and Jessica's all the time because that's what he did like in college before we got married. And when we got married, I just began tagging along, like basically going to Jake and Jessica's all the time. I'm making this sound bad. It it wasn't no, a bad thing, it but... It actually, so the one thing you have to understand is there's a big age difference between (laughs) myself and Michaela. And so at first, it was kind of difficult to really find common ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like 18 years old and Jessica has two kids and has been married for like (laughs) almost a decade. (laughs) So it took us a minute, but like we always got along, but it just took us a minute to kind of like figure out what we had in common. And then once we did, we never stopped talking after that. <laughs> that is so true. It's um, even now, actually, we when we come over to Michaela's house, um, my husband, Jake, always goes, um, do you want to bring like a blanket so you can spend the night too? <laughs> do you need your toothbrush? <laughs> yeah, because he knows that I'll, we will talk forever and, you know, make him stay here. I think I've spent more hours talking to Jessica than maybe anyone else in my life because literally we would just the boys would be like gaming and we would just go downstairs and talk to like two in the morning and like lose our voices and (laughs) 
we have Marco Polo and, we, and some days we'll talk the whole day just like back and forth. Yes. So it's been a blessing that we both actually married into the family and have been able to foster and cultivate such like a good friendship and deep I friendship. Agree. I completely agree. Yeah, but a lot of what we've related on over the years has been, has had to do with creative stuff because we both, we have a lot of interests when it comes to creative pursuits and so we've kind of been each other's like sounding boards with bouncing ideas and whatever new business thing we're trying to work on yes it's very nice to have someone that is interested in like she said creative pursuits because sometimes you need feedback (laughs) (laughs) and you know someone to just tell you like that's actually a really good idea or not (laughs) (laughs) and um I think another thing too is it's so nice to have someone that understands what you're trying to do because you as someone who is trying to branch out creatively it can be difficult if you don't have that support. Yeah, I think um I I do agree with that a lot because it's like if you are a business owner, your brain doesn't really shut off from thinking about your business, new ideas for it, what you have to get done to make it successful. And so a lot of people aren't going to relate to that if they aren't in the same boat. And it's nice that we've been able to relate to that, not only with like trying to pursue businesses, but also even within the same industries. Um, We've both had a lot of uh, creative pursuits within the wedding industry and kind of just like home decor slash aesthetic content creation just things that have to do with that but Jessica why don't you tell us about um some of the things that you've pursued over the years over the years yes (laughs) I if I go back I I would have to say that if you asked me growing up if I was somebody creative I would have said no (laughs) (laughs) but after I had my first baby so like 10 years ago uh I started my first creative pursuit which was jewelry making (laughs) (laughs) and I even like started a little shop I don't think I've ever told you that I think I I think I sold like one pair of earrings (laughs) um but it was it was fun and it was a good outlet especially being a new mom and just trying to go through all of that but so that was my first you know, creative journey, and I actually made a ton of jewelry for family. (laughs) Um, Anyway, and then after that, I would say that my next pursuit was in photography. I got interested in that, and I was able to get a camera and just kind of play around with it. And then over time, I would say that along with photography, I've always, I was just kind of drawn to graphic design. So I have just over the years, that's something that I've worked on. Yeah. <laughs> and and you are good at it. You are good at it. Oh, There's like, <laughs> when we, when Jaris and I got married, um, there was like three or four other cousins that got married that same year. And Jessica was like busting out all of our invites. <laughs> but it's so funny because when Jaris and I were dating and I hadn't really met Jessica <laughs> Jairus tells me, he goes, yeah, Jessica can do our invites. And I was like nervous because I'm like, (laughs) 
you know, you just never know what you're going to get when someone's like, oh, you know, my so-and-so family member can do this for us. And I have a picky taste. And so I was like, oh, boy, like, I'm going to get stuck telling this poor girl that I don't really want her to do my invites or something. And then I was super excited when I saw, like, the proof for them. I was like, oh, she actually is really good at it. (laughs) So thank you. That's kind of funny. Just wanted to add that. Yeah, so graphic design has always been one that I've been interested in and I just over the years have kind of stuck with. But uh, with photography, the camera came with video, you know, just a video Mm -hmm. capability. And so I slowly started to get into video and I just loved it. Yeah, and it was fun when, so you were really into the invite thing and the video, like I said, when we got married. And so that was something we would bond over a lot because we would do editorials together and Jessica would take like video footage and she was involved with like helping me plan and set up and (laughs) haul archways around Red Rock, you know, locations and just all sorts of set design (laughs) adventures that we had going on. Yeah, so it's been more of a progression of different creative pursuits over the years. Mm -hmm. What about you? So I definitely relate to what you're saying, how growing up, um, maybe you didn't see, you didn't see yourself as creative, but for me, it was like, I, I felt like I was really creative, but I didn't know how to channel those interests and something that I felt like I kind of struggled with growing up was you look around you, you know, as a high schooler or in junior high or elementary even, and other kids are really good at sports or they're really good at music or they're really smart and getting great grades and like um and so they're kind of these tangible performative talents going on around you and that didn't really like I didn't really resonate with that and I didn't really feel like I had talents like that that were things that I could showcase to people or in a school setting more so I felt like oh I'm really good at planning events in ASB and leadership or you know, school trips or participating in like business competitions through our school and debate and like just things that aren't, I don't know, like I said, they're not performative. And I really liked planning like parties and I'd plan these super elaborate, ridiculous parties for my friends. And I'd, I would go all out with decorating. Me and my mom were like nuts. We would (laughs) decorate like the whole house and buy all these decorations. Anyways, point is, I was really good at that and I would have more fun doing that than actually being at my own party. And so it was super funny because it just, it was like, why, what am I supposed to do with that? Like that's, you know, yeah, I'm good at that, but what does that even mean? What what can you even do with that? But over the years, I've been able to really, like I said, like cultivate and foster those talents into something that is a business and lends itself to a creative industry and the things that I like to do and the things that I'm actually good at and passionate about. And so it's cool how just that's evolved, like my confidence and my talents and my ability to see and recognize like, oh, these can be turned into something that I can monetize and I can, you know, show a portfolio for or whatever it might be. Did that answer what you were thinking? (laughs) Yes. And I think that it's such a different world too. Yeah. Even from just, you know, seven years ago where we are seeing a lot more creatives and how mm-hmm. they are using their skills in 
able to create it into something that will help them provide for themselves and their families and so anyway at least I'm a lot older than you like we said before (laughs) and so that unless you knew someone that did something like that for a living you really didn't know what that was like and kind of this takes me back to last week's episode when Rachel was talking about how around her the only women she saw in career fields were women who were either in nursery nursing or education and I felt like that was kind of similar for me like I grew up in a small town and so did Jessica like and so for us the careers that we saw women doing it just wasn't a big area or city and so there wasn't as many opportunities to come across women that might have been in creative industries or owning businesses and so. I agree. And I think for me, I mean, you can't see me through the podcast, but I am, <laughs> like I said, from Mexico. <laughs> so I would have to add that even seeing, and there is more now, thank goodness, but when I was growing up, it was, you didn't see a whole lot of, in my community, a lot of women of color right. doing different jobs, especially like a creative job. Yeah. Maybe they were doing like um, selling food or things like that. But uh-huh. anyway, so it was really hard for me to picture anything yeah. like that for myself. I imagine that that would have been really hard growing up, especially like the lack of representation of women in powerful positions, like women of color in powerful positions across everything, cartoons, media, like businesses, you know, just I think that that's something that has hopefully been good that will stick that came out of the like movements this summer and yeah, yeah just people being highlighted that are in those positions I agree and I would have to add that you know sometimes we look at the internet as all these negative things that have come because of the internet or social media platforms but I think that there has also been so many positive things to come out of it especially because we get to see other people mm-hmm. and what they're doing right regardless of what they're their color of their skin yeah. is um but also that they are doing it and they are that they look like me yeah you know? and also when you're talking about that I was thinking about how like you can connect with people that are around the world like your circle isn't limited just by geography anymore and like who lives around you it's like you can make Instagram friends that live in India or wherever yeah. Europe China like wherever you want to make friends you can make friends and there's less barriers because of social media and technology so it's cool to see that as well I want to move on a little bit and talk about your shop and what inspired you to move forward with the shop and starting that so I will have to start with it's been an idea that has been in the back of my head for probably a good three years or so mm-hmm. and I really had to figure out okay first it was I would like to learn about e-commerce and then it was like yeah. well, what would I want to sell and so that kind of took some introspection and um, I I just have always loved home decor accessories and I can spend all day in any store just <laughs> looking at this stuff right and thinking of all the ways that I could style it and anyway so once I figured that out it was like okay I this would be a really good fit because right. I do love these things right And then another thing you have to understand is that my parents are not entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, And so me having these ideas and everything, it was kind of like I really kind of kept it quiet, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like within myself. (laughs) I think I mentioned it to you 
but I didn't really put it all out there. Yeah. Exactly because I didn't know how it would be received. How, yeah, and, yeah. And really just even being like me doing a shop, like that they would sound weird or something. <laughs> but I, so earlier this year, um, I made a trip with my husband to Mexico mm-hmm. and it was right before COVID changed everything <laughs> and it was a crazy time but I was so grateful to have been able to go right because while I was there I got to visit family that I hadn't seen in years and so many of them have their own business uh, and then this is on both sides of my family both on my mom and my my dad's side and they are entrepreneurs and you had it in you all along <laughs> kind of it yeah. kind of felt that way a little bit and I was like oh my gosh look at them they they live in a third world country right and they are hustling like they're amazing yeah and I was so inspired That's by so cool. being around them and so when we were coming back home and at this point, I had researched so much mm-hmm. with an e-commerce business that as we were coming back, I told myself, I didn't come this far just to come this far. Right. Like, I'm going to go for it. Right. So I just, basically what I did is at that point, I like I said, I had done so much research that I had found a course that could help me, that would help me set learn how to set up my store. Cool. And you, we'll get into that a little bit more, but you did it through, was it WordPress? Uh, or Shopify. Shopify? Cool. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how your past creative interests, interests assisted you with starting your shop and getting that rolling. Have you felt like those things benefited you? Oh, absolutely. I feel so with my interest in graphic design that helped me to create my own logo and also just any graphics for social media mm-hmm. that I need. And then I was able, with photography, I was able to use that in doing just my own product photography and kind of styling different products so that people could see how they're being used. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so and I was able to photograph those. And then um, I haven't used video as much, but that is kind of where I am now, where yeah. I plan to use the video to create more content for social media and just, you know, be able to share through reels and yeah, reels are fun. There's a lot of ways to reach your audience that are engaging and not necessarily just through a photo, right? Like actually make it engaging and show them how to style their home and how to arrange stuff. So it's kind of fun. Um, With that, what are some resources that have helped you with knowing how to set up your shop and like advertise products or sell products? So I'll have to start and say super broadly, the internet. (laughs) There's so much free information out there through videos and blogs. There are a lot of creators who are sharing their experiences and their knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, a lot of the graphic design that I've learned over the years has been through like YouTube channels. Which is cool. Yeah. Super cool. Um, I'd say a good resource. I use Adobe a lot. And anyway, they also provide a lot of tutorials Mm, for how to use their products. 
I'll also add that, so I would say that if you have an interest, go and find what you can online through free resources and then learn as much as you can from them. And then once you're, you know you wanna keep going, then invest in yourself and find a course that you can take. That's ultimately what I ended up doing. I love to listen to podcasts about businesses. And um, I don't even remember what podcast I was listening <laughs> to, to be honest. But they interviewed Allison J. Prince. And she, I was just really impressed with her and what she had to say. And she was in the e-commerce yeah. scene. And so I found out that she had a course. And so that's ultimately who I went with. Went through. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that that's great advice. Like, finding... Whether you find someone through Instagram or a podcast or, yeah, just like how whatever method it is, if you find someone that impresses you and you like how they do things, you know, follow along with them and see like what they might offer that can help um, you learn, whether it's about e-commerce or actual like developing a skill or just finding someone who can be a good mentor can be a lot of help. I agree. And then just being like following them for a little bit and finding out what they really are about you'll yeah. be able to see if you ultimately think that they'd be a good fit yeah for you another thing i love about goes back to a little bit what we were saying about needing support when you're mm-hmm. a creative you know finding resources online is and you're trying to branch out a lot of these courses come with like a community a lot of them will mm-hmm. have a facebook group where there are people just like you going through exactly what you're going through and you can really just go through it together and get advice from each other yeah and and it's cool because you have kind of this mentor that you might have taken the course from but you also have a lot of peers that become kind of like you said that community and a lot of them will be on the same level of you of like wanting to grow and like move up with each other and so it's like a great way to bounce ideas and again have a second like sounding board exactly questions that you might have having mentors in a community is super helpful another thing that can be great is to hear about what platforms people use to start their businesses and run their businesses so what are some things and platforms that you love (laughs) so i did mention adobe products Uh and i specifically use lightroom which allows you to edit photos photoshop is mainly where i do a lot of the graphic design work Mm -hmm. and I use Spark, their Spark posts uh-huh. as well, um, which is just a quicker, easier. They have a lot of templates in there already that are kind of made ready to go, but right. you can edit them a little bit and use them. Yeah. Um, and then I have also used Premiere Pro for like video editing. And I use Shopify to host my shop, and I feel like they're pretty user friendly. It's awesome and important yes. <laughs> if you're new at it all. <laughs> and then I think the last thing I would say is I love to use Creative Market. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's a platform that enables talented artists to sell their work. And you can find artwork, beautiful fonts, and all kinds of templates and buy, buy them for your use. That's awesome. So what are some of the platforms that you have found useful for your business? I don't use the exact same ones, but instead of the Spark Post, I, I use Canva because a lot of the templates are already pre-built out. 
for website i like squarespace a lot i've built multiple sites on squarespace it's really user-friendly i am not tech savvy so um i can vouch for it and for it being really easy to use even if you're not great at technology some other ones i love for my client management system is honeybook and i have a code for that that i can share for managing my calendar and sending like <clears throat> meeting invites I love Google Calendar, but I also integrate it with Calendly. For task management, I love Trello. It's like an agenda, but online, and you can move tasks around and put details about them and timelines, and so that one's really helpful for me. Platforms are really helpful for a lot of reasons. It can help you manage like your clients or your products, um, creating content, but platforms can't solve all the problems so regardless of how great the platforms are that you're using you're still going to face challenges with your business what are some challenges that you've had to face maybe overcome or are in the thick of right now (laughs) so let's see like I said I did a lot of research leading up to this right yeah (laughs) so I feel like I just had in the back of my mind like this is the resource that I can use for this the shop is launched. Mm -hmm. I'm in the thick of it as far as just getting Moderna and co out there. Like Mm -hmm. this is a shop that, you know, you could get home accessories. So really like the marketing, right? That's something that I feel like I'm just really going to delve into going forward. And so anyway, I'm in the thick of that. (laughs) (laughs) Raising awareness, getting that following, like helping people know like who you are, what you're doing. Yeah. Why they should support you. Right. But aside from that, I I would have to go along the lines of saying that sometimes the challenges are within yourself. Mm-hmm. So for Definitely. me, <laughs> it's for me, I would have to say that sometimes fear, uh-huh. fear that I'm, I'm constantly doing things that I haven't done before. And it can be scary, but I constantly have to remind myself that this is part of the process and that I'm capable of learning this process. I like that. I think that's something that you're really good at is you talked about how you can find everything on the internet, but you really do have a talent for finding things on the internet because I have the same internet as you. And for some reason, I don't find the same type of great information that you do. Um, I'm always asking Jessica like, oh. I just am like not sure how to do this and she'd be like oh I read about this last week and blah 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 blah. and she just like knows so much good stuff she's really good at like researching business ideas and practices but um I really agree with that that like the fear is kind of your biggest hindrance like self um doubt and not really believing in yourself and believing like oh I can I can make it as successful as I want to and even if it's not maybe what I had hoped for I'm still like putting myself out there and that's a lot of times half the battle people don't want to like they're too afraid to put themselves out there so yeah there's a huge imposter syndrome like (laughs) wait who am I to to be doing this like so then the imposter syndrome kicks in (laughs) and you start thinking why am I doing this? Who am I to be doing this? <laughs> and it can be really difficult. Also, like, are people going to know? Are they going to trust me? Do they just think I'm, like, faking it? Or, like, yeah. are they questioning why I exactly. am valid? Or... Yeah. I don't know. And I just want to say that 
you have to realize when you are going on any kind of pursuit that you are going to be super excited about it and all gung-ho, like, I'm going to do this. (laughs) And and then, like, you're going to have moments where things are harder than you thought or didn't work out the way you thought or you just are fearing doing the next thing and that's okay and that's that's normal actually yeah I think too like even if it or you might even be faced with people trying to discredit you too I don't think that's something that we personally had to have a lot of experience with yet thankfully but it's like that's also something that would be a challenge right like any negative review you might get that's on a public forum or you know, a disappointed text from a client or a customer, you know, if their product comes damaged for you, like with your shop or, so you have to kind of just anticipate and like roll with the punches. Like sometimes things don't go perfectly and, and that's okay. Like life won't be perfect. And we just like, we get to learn from some of the, you know, we will make mistakes. Like yes, mistakes are going to happen. We're human and we're learning and um, it's kind of more about like how you are able to handle those mistakes that you might yeah. make and how you learn from them. Don't look at them as failures. Look at them as learning opportunities and then dust yourself off and get up again and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I can do better at that. <laughs> we all can. <laughs> so we all have those moments, right? Like the disappointments, bumps in the roads, whatever. And when you're in the thick of it, <laughs> for you, what does that disappointment or sitting in that frustrating moment look like? So I guess I'll go with kind of a scenario. <laughs> um, so as we mentioned, I've done some graphic design. And so I've done like wedding invitations. And I've had moments where like I worked really hard and a long time on a specific design right Mm -hmm. and then I delivered it and the feedback not good (laughs) like like they liked overall you know what I chose and everything but they want me to change so many things yeah and it's um and so that can feel really disappointing and just it's it's hard Mm -hmm. like like you feel like why am I doing this yeah (laughs) um because I feel like when you're putting your your creative work out there and then someone does not like it it it's kind of a hard blow like to your self-esteem in this creative pursuit right and so I so (laughs) I've seriously had days where I'm like okay I can't do this anymore today like and taking that step away (laughs) to just kind of get that mental clarity again and kind of be able to be refreshed to come back and yeah have another go at it yeah I totally relate to that the date the long there's a lot of long hours and long days and so taking that break um (laughs) to give yourself just the mental refresh that you need so you can come back with the creative energy to produce in the way that you want is helpful. I think for me, it's like a range depending on the situation. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely had, there's like the insecure Mm -hmm. um, 
kind of challenges. Like I've worked with some awesome vendors and photographers and I have felt over my head at different points. Like Mm -hmm. because definitely seen those moments <laughs> her advice she used to when I was new um I remember I had my first like installation and I was so nervous because I wanted to do really I have I'm kind of perfectionist and I really have high expectations for myself and I wanted it to turn out perfect um for this bride and I remember just freaking out like I almost didn't even take the wedding because I was so nervous that I wouldn't be able to perform in the way that I wanted and Jessica told me, like, she's like, one of your best qualities is what you lack in experience you make up for in preparation. Because she saw, like, how much work and practice I would put into. Yeah. I would stage this installation in my home. Like, I would, like, set it up as how it would be at yeah. the person's wedding. And, you know, that maybe wasn't as affordable for me. But I was so wanting to, like, have it turn out perfect for her that, for that girl that I was willing to put that time in so that I could build that confidence and show up to the wedding day and be able to perform. Yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, like being, <laughs> I've worked with photographers that had huge followings and I was super nervous to ask them for a gallery and ask them to tag me. But it was like, it's my work. I've put tons of hours right. into this. You know, the least um, vendors can do is tag me, but I have to speak up and ask for that if I want it. Mm -hmm. And I remember being at like a wedding <laughs> and being so nervous to go up to this photographer and, and try to like ask for that but um doing that doing those things that scare you um builds your confidence and helps you to realize like I don't know if you've seen that meme oh it never goes well when people just try to describe a meme <laughs> but it's like two little it's two little like hills and one hill is big and the other is small and it's like the thing that I've been putting off doing and then it's like Oh. the small one says the thing after I did it and anyway so the yeah. point of it is just like saying like things are always bigger than they appear but a lot of times when we just get it done or when we just face it we look back and it's like comical how like it wasn't that bad <laughs> yeah. I think I how think we can all kind of relate to that on like go back to school like homework you know uh-huh Okay, I'm just thinking back to that, Michaela, and I'm saying, bless your sweetheart that you were stressing so bad. I'm like crazy. <laughs> I literally would like practice set up in my freaking kitchen. And it just, it just makes me laugh because like I helped with, I freelanced on a wedding um, recently. And it just, it just taught me how people can approach things so differently. Like, the girl I was helping, she's super chill. She's She had her stuff, you know, she had all the flowers. Everything turned out beautiful. But she's just way chill. Shows up, you know, right before setup. Maybe forgot some supplies that we needed. And I'm just like, <laughs> I am nuts. Like, I am not like this when I do weddings. I I pack my car the night before. I'm stressing out for months <laughs> before someone has an event. And then I like, you know, the morning of, I leave two hours early. I go sit at the at the venue in my car waiting till I'm allowed to go set up because I'm so stressed out about even being late. And it just makes me laugh. Like, I'm like, I, I can chill. Like, I really need to chill. <laughs> Things will turn out okay. I don't have to be so worried about over-preparing. Anyways, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> and now you know why I told her that what she lacked in experience, she made up in preparation because she studied everything inside and out. <laughs> like no other it's just it's embarrassing though honestly 
So what are some goals you have for your shop and what do you hope? Yeah. Yeah, What do you hope to have come out of it? So I think that's such a good question, especially since we just kind of talked about challenges and bumps (laughs) in the road, because I think it helps us to realize that we need a good reason why, why we're starting this creative pursuit. So your why is what's going to keep you going. For sure. (laughs) So for me, um, for one, I do have a family and so I hope that, you know, it will help me to be able to contribute to supporting my family because that's the number one important thing in my life. Yeah. But I also would like Moderna and Co. to create a positive impact in the lives of women and ultimately in their homes. I truly believe that our homes are a haven and a place where we can create peace and refuge for our loved ones. And I mean, just, you know, everything that we've been bombarded with this year, that is so important for us to be able to do that. Right. And um, lastly, I think super long-term, I would love for the shop to grow and to be successful enough that I can help provide educational scholarships for disadvantaged youth i love that what about you what are some of your goals uh it depends (laughs) (laughs) on what my life looks like and what i'm doing but i think for me it's like my goals with my business have always been very adaptable like Mm -hmm. i started my business when i was what was i 19 Mm -hmm. and so i was you know in college full-time and I've also had part-time jobs throughout, like, a part-time job throughout college. So, it looked different depending on the season. Um, Now that I'm graduated, I think it just, like, I have just different ideas for what it could become. But, again, it depends on what life looks like. Like, if we stayed in Utah, I think it would be awesome to open a shop and Mm -hmm. really build community around, like, an actual location and... Right. Um, I have a lot of ideas that I'm not going to share. <laughs> They're surprises. If that ever happens, you'll see, you know, you'll see yeah. it live. But but if we don't stay in Utah, then I don't know. Like, I don't know what what my business would look like if we moved or how, yeah, like if I would just kind of take a break or what I would do. Yeah. So. That makes sense. I think, like, that is a big thing right now is just kind of depending on what happens with Jared's grad school. But I think I will always, no matter what, I will always be pursuing something. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I just can't sit still. <laughs> Jessica knows. Wait, wait. You have to. Okay, I don't know if you actually want to go into this, but you were telling me yesterday that you were in deep thought and went, went tell. Okay, I think that's just so funny. You have to kind of share that just to explain I how was... much you don't sit around, and do nothing. Yeah, so I struggle to just, like, I definitely, like, have relaxed time, but I'm always, like, thinking about something or planning something or, like, working on something, even if I'm just chilling in bed or whatever. So I had this weird moment this week where it was, like, just, yeah, meditative, whatever you want to call it. And I was telling Jessica that during this moment, I (laughs) ended up zoning out. Like, I was sitting on the bed, I was totally zoned out and just, like, yeah, like I probably looked stoned or something. I wasn't, but I like I, I just was that zoned out. 
Well, Jairus walked in unexpectedly and he looks at me and looks around the room and I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there kind of like looking up, like really deep in thought. And he goes, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, and it pulled me back and I'm like, uh, honestly, like nothing. I was just, I was really just like in deep thought. I was just thinking yeah. like, and he just found it so funny. Like, like he, odd, like, wait, yeah. this never happens. Yeah. What is going on with my wife? Like, what is she doing? <laughs> She broke. <laughs> Her battery's dead. Um, yeah, because it is true though. Like I, I always am thinking about a project or or idea or whatever it might be. And so, mm-hmm. you know, what if I'm not doing the flower business in the way that I am now? I imagine I will be writing a book or volunteering at the PTA <laughs> or <laughs> marching around my community for activism. Like I will always be doing something. So. <laughs> That it just so kind of depends <laughs> on what life looks like. But I think short-term goals that I have are just, you know, I would love to work on building my portfolio more, expanding my clientele to out-of-state weddings. I want to work with destination, like brides. And I'm doing a little bit of experimenting with a shop and products and e-courses and kind of seeing you know, if I like it, if I don't, how it goes, how people, what the interest is. And so, yeah, I'm just kind of rolling with it as well as the podcast. I really like (laughs) the podcasting. It's super fun. It's kind of a new thing for me, but it's part of the business. So (laughs) that was a long-winded answer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So small business Saturday is coming up. On the 28th, right, Jessica? Yes. So we wanted to share a couple of our favorite small businesses that we have shopped with. And they do have online shops, so you can support them wherever you live. And they'll ship, um, I think, within the U.S., most of them. I don't know international shipping on all of them. but Right. So the first one I want to share about is called The Color Amber. We'll make sure to tag all of these businesses when we post about this episode. But... Um, she has amazing, their, their prints and artwork that are kind of religious based. And I have gifted her prints to family and, um, I've always gotten a lot of positive feedback about people loving them and really liking how they turned out. Jessica, what's one of your favorites? Okay. So this one is also art based. You could say it's heirloom print shop and it's an Etsy shop. But you can find her on Instagram at Heirloom Print Shop. She does printable vintage art and she has landscapes and still life uh, pieces that are just super beautiful. And anyway, if you're into the vintage vibe, <laughs> yeah, um, you have some in your kitchen. I do, don't you? yes, and they're I love really that. pretty. Yeah. yeah, they're really pretty. Um, the next one that I put is Thread Wallets. So Thread Wallets is just kind of a different approach to the wallet because you can attach it to your like keys on like a lanyard mm-hmm. and um, it can fit like a bunch of cards. I think it's like 50. No, maybe that's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> you can fit a ton of cards and I've used my Thread Wallet for years. I think I've had it for like two or three years or maybe four. I don't know. And they have lots of different designs, super awesome for all ages, yeah. and uh, again, a great gift, pretty affordable too. So I love my third wallets. It's a great holiday option for people. Okay, 
my next one, I guess I'll stick to kind of the art slash <laughs> photography. So um, it is Persnickety Prints, and they do have an online shop, and it's located in Orem, Utah. They do great quality photography prints. Uh, I've even had referred a, a bride there to um, print her wedding invitations there. And anyway, they also just have really cute templates for you to put your own photos on and then be able to display them in your home. They have like a really cute um, calendar templates that you can add your photos in. Yeah. Anyway, so it's I feel like it's such a great place not only to get stuff for your home, but then also if you want to give something that's a little bit more meaningful, right. that's a great way to go too. Yeah, prints and photos are always a good avenue for gifting. It's fun. Okay. My next one is called Promptly Journals, and I love their brand. I've loved their journals and their company for years. So what I love about their journals, though, is they are very sentimental, and they cover everything from adoption journals to miscarriage to marriage, love stories, travel, um, healing, uh, remembrance if you lose a loved one. So basically... You pick the theme and topic that you want, and they'll send you the book. But yeah, so I had bought one when I got married, and it's fun because each anniversary we like will write in our, I'll write in our promptly journal. Jairus <laughs> is not really sitting down and writing with me, <laughs> if you know what I mean. My guy is not really into that, but, <laughs> um, but it is fun. It's sweet to look back on the years of, you know, it's just got some fun things that aren't your typical your typical journal entries so that's a great gift they're very affordable they're sentimental and yeah just really sweet what's your next one Jessica okay so mine is I'll give you the Instagram handle first it's <laughs> at just period ingredients and um, this page is run by Carolyn Call and she is a certified nutritionist and anyway she has a great page that teaches you about um just eating what she calls real food so mm -hmm. like clean food and kind of ways that you can have less toxins in your home and the products that you choose but yeah the reason i'm sharing her is she has um a, an all-natural face serum that i have bought and that I love like it yeah. helped me clear my face yeah. after having my daughter I just like I could not clear my face for the longest time and anyway I really love her face serum so it's I love her account too yeah. she's super educational and her story is really cool she's been interviewed on a few podcasts and like really right. cool story about how depression and stuff she was able to really help herself um through cleaning up her home and the products that she uses and the foods just through nutrition and right anyways and so yeah definitely recommend going yeah and checking her out i have followed her for like a few years and i really like her stuff um she kind of inspired my like my desire to become more sustainable too and like yeah. just thinking about like oh what products am i buying um that have parabens or fragrance or preservatives for food like just different things Right. So, yeah, I love her account. 
Um, my next one is another print shop. If you can't tell, we love art. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my, I, this is called Juniper Print Shop and she has a lot of landscape art and I'm actually, we're sitting here in front of one of the pieces that she, that I bought from yes. her shop. It's very pretty. Yeah, it's super pretty. Um, so I mean, just art is a great gift and <laughs> it's so fun supporting little local artists her account isn't necessarily little but yeah I love artwork so all great options for holiday gifting and um making it easy and simple they're all online there is one not online that I want to mention that is a local place and I seriously go here like every year for my birthday and maybe (laughs) like once a month anyways just because I love it it's called Sun River Gardens they have provided um probably 95 percent of the plants in my home <laughs> and it's <Which> if... <laughs> a good amount <laughs> yes they i have a lot of little cute plants and pots um for those plants so that's a lot of times where i will get some really fun home accents and gifts for friends for baby showers whatever it may be but anyway sun river is awesome and if you ever visit utah go check it out but if you are local you it's a must like see Mm -hmm. and must visit because yes it's a happy place (laughs) they do a lot of fun markets too before we end i just want to find out if you could pick one piece of advice when it comes to pursuing your passions and interests what would it be i would have to say follow those interests explore them and just learn as you go and remember that everyone starts somewhere so just get started and as you do one of two things are going to happen one you're either going to figure it out and you know help it grow and just you're going to keep enjoying that interest or two you're going to realize that you could you could learn more but maybe your heart's not as into it as you maybe you thought it would be and that's okay you can move on and pursue whatever will be the next thing exactly i love that advice and i think it's really applicable we also wanted to tell you guys about a giveaway that we launched last week so jessica and i kind of joined some items from our shops and our skills and so this little giveaway has a wreath that i made it's a live wreath that you can use for the holidays jessica do you want to share about what you put in from it Yes, yeah, so I have a print um, that is a Christmas print. So mm-hmm. it says Merry Super Christmas. Cute. And it has just a really pretty berry wreath mm-hmm. around it. Um, and I've also included the cutest little stoneware creamer. It looks it's more so like a cute. little pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's really cute and fun. So go you can go check it out. Yeah, so those are super cute um, and great for holiday serving wear and just the print is super festive. And then along with the wreath, I've also put in one of my favorite pairs of um, kind of aesthetically pleasing shears, floral shears, so scissors. We're also going to be including a surprise Christmas smelling candle. So you're getting quite a few little items if you win the giveaway. It's super fun, super easy to enter. How you enter is on our Instagrams by following both of us. 
So for me, it's at Michaela Riley, and for Jessica, it's at Moderna and Co. And you can go on her account and like the giveaway photo and tag at least three friends in the giveaway. Each person you tag will be an extra entry, so you can tag more, as many as you want. Um, and then to get more entries, we have opened up other ways for you to do that. So you can subscribe to our email list by going on Moderna and Co.'s website and hitting subscribe and typing your email. And then you can also rate and review the podcast. Rating and reviews help us a lot with growing and we love getting to read your thank you notes to whatever whoever we have on the podcast. It's a great way to thank people that have been on. So yeah, those are some extra ways that you can enter and get more of a chance of winning. Yes, and we will be closing the giveaway on Tuesday night. So make sure you get over there and enter before then. And then we will be announcing the winner on Wednesday, November 25th at noon. So I have a code for you guys to Jessica's shop. She's nice enough to share a 20% off code that you can use when you shop any of the products that she has. There's a lot of really cute home decor and especially kitchen kind of decor items. Something that I ordered that I'm really excited about is a black slate board that I'm going to use for charcuterie and serving like vegetables at parties or, um, well, not parties, <laughs> me and my husband's <laughs> fancy dinners that we do. <laughs> but I did buy it and I do love it. And um, I encourage everyone to go use your code and check out what's on our store. So the code is all caps picked, P-I-C-K-E-D 20. And that's for 20% off your order from her shop. And you can find her shop on Instagram at Moderna and Co. Um, the spelling is M-O-D-E-R-N-A-A-N-D-C-O. And for me, it's Michaela at Michaela Riley. Um, and I'll probably tag both of those in the show notes. I just want to thank Jessica so much for being on this episode of the Picked Podcast and for letting me interview her if you knew the mountains we have moved to make this episode happen you would be like everyone would be writing her a big thank you note because it's like two in the morning right now when we're recording this and let me tell you it's been a journey to get here so (laughs) yeah just a big thanks to her and for all that she shared and for being so awesome I adore Jessica I hope you guys can see how awesome she is just from this episode and and yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm really honored that you asked me to be on your podcast. Happy holidays, everybody. And yeah, enjoy your turkey day. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Picked Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to share with your friends. If you want to follow along with us on Instagram, it's at Michaela Riley. And if you're feeling really nice, leave a rating and review on the podcast app.